we're here. Hi. Oh, Everyone's gosh. here. We are, first of all, thank you to everyone who filled out a survey. Oh, my Lots of good people did them. Golly. Great. I, every time I, uh, anything like goes out, I'm like, no one's going to fucking engage with this. People fill this shit out. People like to engage. People, people like to engage. Um, um we, and you can still engage. Yes. Engage. <gasps> Star Trek. Yep. I knew, I knew that one. We know from the survey that a lot of you like to hear about Star Trek. <laughs> Big thumbs up from me as I'm holding the survey up. Yeah. Great. Good. I'm we're like, oh, our it. producer really wants us to. Gosh, I wish, Kevin, you were that type of old timey like TV producer where you're constantly like tapping your watch or making the like wrap it up symbol. Why is Kevin smoking cigarettes in the recordings? I've never seen him do that. Just pacing back and forth, pulling his hair out. A loose tie. <laughs> The advertisers are going to kill us. <laughs> this is a good character. Um, yeah. What's happening? This is the show, Yosis Races. I'm Tony Newsom. We got Andrew T co-hosting mm-hmm. as well. We got Kevin mm-hmm. Bartelt, our producer. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're here to talk to you about racism eventually. Some voicemails and stuff. But first, we're going we're gonna to talk about our weeks because that is another thing we learned from the we talk. 73% of this time can go to talking about the week. And we do have to do 35% of it has to be Star Trek. Yeah. And uh, we also have to... Why do we about- have access to data? I need to close this document. Yeah. Close it. <laughs> Don't so look bad. at it now. We're also not done with the survey. So no. you guys should still go. If you haven't weighed in, please weigh in. We're still collecting There's a data. Link... Uh, link in the description. Also, if you're a suboptimal subscriber, you got an email. Um, you know, for what it's worth, we know this is marketing stuff, but there are little, there's little jokes in there. There's there's jokes little, it's a fun I laughed. There's little moments of fun. Andrew wrote it. It's a fun, funny survey. It's yeah. And that is because, um, you know, as if you've been paying attention, um, you, uh, you know, our pod advertising is in a weird space right now. And we are really appreciating the subscriptions uh, to Suboptimal yeah. from folks. And so, yeah, we just, I mean, basically it, you know, got to, uh, is at the point where it's like, y'all are our bosses, as I keep saying, to no one's enthusiastic uh, response. But um, no, we want to, you know, we we really appreciate people subscribing. It's what allows us to do this. And because of that, we just want to make sure we're, we're doing stuff that is fun for us and fun for you. Um, yep. And thank goodness, it appears to be the stuff that's fun for us is what's fun for you. Thank God, I'm so relieved. I'm we so couldn't relieved. really do some of the other shit, if I'm no. being honest. No, not at all. <laughs> um, so wait, one of the things we did this week, Andrew and I were on Love It or Leave It. Yeah. Popular oh, yeah. political comedy podcast. That's right. That shit was fun. <laughs> I, it um, was really fun. I uh, had a Hollywood Handbook show the night before, and I was chatting with the engineer he was asking what other shows I worked on. I said, yo, is this racist? And I said, Andrew and Tawny will be here tomorrow for Love It or Leave It. And he, and he was very excited because he was like, I'm recording that. And then he said he's recorded Tawny on a few spot shows or a few shows at Dynasty as well. So he was like, I've recorded Tawny a bunch. So he was pretty excited about it. So, Oh, cool. I hope I gave yeah. him nice, even levels. 
<laughs> I probably would I have heard, like... so I think you did. <laughs> right. I feel like we did. I I mean, um, obviously, Tani, you perform a lot more than I do, a lot more, immeasurably more than I do. But I had so much fun. I'm not I'm not a performer the way you are. Um, and that was that was really a fun night. That was very fun. Um, that episode's out now. It just came out on Saturday. If you're listening to mm-hmm. this on. Wednesday. It's been out a few days. Um, mm-hmm. But no, that show's fun. You know, we've known Love It for years now. We've done that show over the years as the show has changed formats. And it's nice to come back to like stuff that's familiar. It's nice how they've been shaking it up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was fun to do with you because then, you know, I just didn't have to plan a lot of things. We could we just kind of plan do, jack. We could just kind of do our bullshit. <laughs> and it was like, this is great. We, this is we easy. always, even if we, you know, we're in front of someone else's audience, we always have each other. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we think we're both we're funny. <laughs> we're both infuriated by how funny another guest of the show, Langston Kerman, was. Oh that my dude. god, Langston rules. Langston Love that dude, but so fuck him. Why are you funny. so effortlessly Why are you so funny? funny. <laughs> no fair. And nice and cool. Even just like backstage, I texted this to the group chat. Just backstage and casual conversation. He absolutely ended me on some run about. He was doing a bit about Jackie Gleason, and I was like, "How dare you? Have a, just have some fucking flaws, man. That's all we ask. Yeah. At least be mean. If you're gonna like, yeah. be like, have be that talented. At least be mean. At least be a dick. So we could, when we hate you, we don't feel bad about it. Because yeah. now it's like, ah. Anyway, now we're just hating outside the club. Now um, we're haters, and we know it. But yeah, it was a really fun show. Yeah, it was great. Ari Shapiro was on there. I'd met him before. Um, uh, a person named Josie, who I did not know before, but they have a cool book out. So, yeah, great. Fun. It was nice. it was cool. Again, we're like uh, we're we're uh, you know, I I still I'm starting to get like maybe I do like performing. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a time to get into it! I love it. Is this is this the time? Is this the time? Uh-huh. So late, closer to death than close than birth. Is that the time <laughs> to start deciding you want to be on the stage? Maybe. Who knows? Oh, uh, anything Andrew else? Andrew slowly backpedals his stand-up critiques. <laughs> I I I still hate stand-up. I think I'm going to start trying to do some stand-up. Oh my god! I can't wait. I, can't <laughs> I wrote. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I I'm gonna start trying to see if any of these jokes work. I did start writing a stand-up set, and I will just give everyone for free the first bullet point in my little list. Shit, where is it? Where is it? Where is I it? Love where is it? A stand-up set that starts with bullet points. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to put this shit together. So I'm just doing it the same way I would write anything, which is like bullet points kind of become an outline, kind of become you got prose. it. You got it. Sure. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, anyway, my first bullet point is do Asian people deserve civil rights? So, okay. Welcome to the uh, show, everybody. And we start the recording here. Hi, this is, yeah. no, is this racist. We love you. Thank you for filling out the survey. Um, we announced our new Star Trek show this week, Starfleet Academy. Yay. Ooh, yes. The news that, Tawny can talk about now. The news I can talk about, I've been hiding it from you all for a little while as we've been in the writer's room and I couldn't say I was doing it because the show wasn't announced. Um, So that show has been announced. Uh, I can't say anything that is not in the actual press release. So just go read that (laughs) if you want. But uh, yeah, I'm writing. And then um, a a follower on Twitter, like one of my lovely, look, I'm only on Twitter for the track anymore. I'm not even touching the other shit. I don't care. It's literally just a a fan portal for Star Trek for me at this point. 
Um, so that's why, sorry if you listen to the show and you want to talk to me about anything else. I just, I'm not going to do it. Um, but uh, Patrick Patterson, very vocal Star Trek fan, alerted me to the fact that I'm the first Trek actor to join a writing staff of a show, wow, of a Trek cool. show. Yay. That's awesome. Yeah, that, the, the sound of me clapping was you clapping for the assistant to bring you a salad, not yeah. applause. <laughs> and by assistant, you mean the roadrunner and a salad that is in my fridge because we are remote. <laughs> Zoom, day, Zoom days are different and don't don't mistreat your support staff writers. <laughs> or the, the lone squirrel and their blade of grass <laughs> slash clarinet. That squirrel is our writer's assistant. He's doing a great job. Um, oh, oh my God! Wait, I didn't. I didn't put this on uh, our skeleton of uh, things we could talk about in news in the news segment doc because it's not racism related. But there is a TikTok uh, or maybe just a video of um, these guys on a basketball court and a squirrel is trying to play basketball. Oh yeah, it's I've the best this. thing I've ever yeah. seen. Oh my gosh, I gotta see it. Okay, well that. Things like that and more about Starfleet Academy and more Star Trek stuff in our subscription show, Yo Can yes. We Live. That's the place for that because we're already over time. We got to get to the news here. Um, but if you want to subscribe to our non-racism show, which is just us hanging out and being friends, that comes yeah. out on Fridays. You can go to suboptimalpods.com to subscribe to that. And if you felt that felt rushed and you don't think we got to, quote, get to the news, fill out our survey and let us know, because maybe we don't got to get to the news. We don't know. Um, holy shit. Okay. I, we're, we've done too many jokes, considering the first thing is um, relatively... I mean, all the news was fucking dark this week. I guess people... We, we didn't talk about... Um, the Donald Trump stuff anywhere because mm. I don't know who cares. Cause uh, yeah, just, we don't need to, we just don't. I mean, if you think we need to fill out the survey and tell us if you want us to talk about Trump, but I, I've already feel like I've wasted too much breath on that man and I'm not like a legal scholar. So I'm like, whatever he was indicted. Great. Let's see if this actually leads to any real ramifications and consequences. The end. So yeah, this is uh, an older thing, and it guess is more just like a um, continue to like fuck with the cops. Um, but Afro Man, uh, an artist who I was not someone I've I kept track of after um, because I got high. Yeah, that was his big breakout hit, and he's he's still made music, but nothing has hit quite as huge as that. Um. Yeah, I think that's fair. Well, he he did a thing where um, the police uh, wrongfully raided his place, and he had security cameras rolling, and so he used that footage as uh, the basis of a music video called "Will You Help Me Repair My Door?" Mm-hmm. And uh, now the police are suing him for invasion of privacy, which I. <sighs> Because because he used their likeness, I guess. Like he he spliced yeah. together all of his security camera footage and it's and and wrote a funny song about, you know, these cops wrongfully kicking in his door. And I must point out, the warrant was for human trafficking, I believe, which is a wild thing to get wrong. I don't understand the profiling that has to take place to think someone is trafficking human beings. That's just, I that's mean, just an aside. Well, but I think it's it is like Cops are unbelievably racist and bad at their jobs. <laughs> and like, 
that's kind of, I, I don't know. That's why to me, I was like, this is like, yeah. <laughs> I, I also, look, I'm no, I, I just said I'm no legal scholar, but I have watched a shit ton of The Good Wife and The Good Fight. And mm-hmm. I don't know that you can sue someone for quote unquote monetizing, you know, monetizing their their image but because he put out, he put the shit out on YouTube and yeah, like big accounts like Questlove shared it and stuff. But like, I don't know that he's making a ton of money off this. This is just like yeah. a, a funny thing slash a, a, a little bit of activism slash a little bit of, you know, a small yeah. way to protest that this thing happened. To yeah. Him. Yeah. A jab, a jab at the police. I think it is just like, it's just like technically they at least maybe could sue and, they are thin-skinned babies who couldn't remotely take a take a, like an ounce of what they dish out. Yeah. Well, hopefully, so like, I don't know. Maybe Questlove or someone will pay for Afro Man's <laughs> lawyer, and he can counter sue for <laughs> fucking breaking into their breaking into his house. Such yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, and it really is. It's like like they broke into his house. He made fun of them, and he's getting sued, which is like exactly how policing works. Hmm. Um. Oh gosh. Yeah. Let's see. So the other thing. Uh. We, I don't know if there was a ton here, especially to talk about either. Um. That by the time this comes out, especially will. Honestly, like probably people will have moved on, even though that's bad. Um. But like the Republicans who immediately jumped on, uh, quote unquote wokeism, which basically <laughs> you know. Is just means usually it just means the n word, and sometimes it means a trans person did it, and that's in this case what is sort of what's happening. Um, but um, because the shooter in the Nashville shooting, um, I I, just, I I would I guess I'm saying seems to be trans. Um, I guess I don't know how much that has been confirmed, partially because there's so many. Um, lies about it going on yeah um, but also this idea that they they really took up this um the right-wing twitter people which you're you're the, you're the correct one tawny for not being on twitter and seeing this shit because it is I pointless really to see cannot. all their lies i mean i'm um, i'm on it i don't want to act like i'm morally superior i'm just being very selective about what i read and look at tawny you are with regards to how much of your brain you give to elon musk <laughs> you are in like of your very obviously morally superior. I just want to make that very clear. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, but they, you know, the a bunch of you know, the the various Twitter Nazis were saying shit like trans people shouldn't have guns. Um, you know, yeah. just blaming um quote unquote this like, you know, trans people asking for equality as saying they have been militarized and thus saying that, um, you know, it's, it's sort of the very classic, like, um, Republicans or conservatives or whatever they want to call themselves, um, believe the shit that they do, they are the victim of. Mm -hmm. Um, and there were also some, I know there were some, you know, right wingers that were grabbing onto literally, I think a handful, I believe it is four people in the, in the, past yeah. you know 2000 shootings in, in the United States there were potentially four people that identify identified as some type of gender fluid or non-binary or trans and one yeah. of them it, it's been debunked that it was probably a troll anyway because no one in that person's life had ever heard them talk about this until they got to yeah. their trial 
So even if you look at those numbers, it's still like so shockingly low. It's just such a non-issue that it's not part of the issue. The issue is guns. The issue is, you know, radicalization, being radicalized online and having yeah. access to guns, full stop. Yeah. And, and far and away, it's white men um, being radicalized online or men in general. Um, far and away and has yeah. nothing to do with gender identity. So the fact that a sprinkling of these shooters, I think I just read 0.14% of yeah. these shooters may have had some kind of, that's just statistics of who's on earth. Yeah, it's actually is, uh, yeah, so we're looking at uh, an article that was pop- posted in popular.info by, uh, so I tagged by Judd Legum. Um, the, yeah, the, the statistic that is that jumped out to me that from where Tani's polling is like this, like, um, yeah, 0.14% of uh, the shooters have been trans folks, and that actually is still less than the number of folks who are trans, who identify as trans in the United States. So, like, even with this bullshit, like, there are yeah. fewer fewer trans people performing mass shootings as a percentage. Um, but it's also, like, this thing where we go around the circle, right? Like, these people are liars, um, and they're bigots, and they will do anything to demonize whoever they think is most vulnerable in a politically expedient way. So trans people right now, um, you know, their their classic is black folks, and then they've you know gone gone all sorts of directions. They hate women. They hate you know. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean. Uh- we 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 aren't the podcast to talk about trans issues other than we are allies and we stand with all oppressed groups, especially groups that are straight up being just attacked and just hardcore persecuted like trans folks are now. But so, you know, we're not the best people to talk about this, but I've seen it said by smarter people than me a lot that part of the reason that the right is coming after these groups is trans people represent a a radical ability to choose your choose the life that is right for you to affirm the life and the and the choices and the way to live that that you need in order to be your full self and that is terrifying to a party that is based on quote unquote traditional values which is really just a way of saying you know newer thoughts are threatening to us newer thoughts means that you're not going to vote for the people we're putting in charge because we're trying to keep things the same we're trying to keep you scared and feeling like yep. you're coming from a place of scarcity and like you have to hoard resources and you know to be someone who is affirming something as personal and private as their gender that represents a larger terrifying thing to them that means what else will these people choose what other new ways of thinking will people start to choose yeah. God, I I hadn't thought of it in those terms. Um, that's like really it. The thing that I had assumed also was happening is that just like, you know, they realized they sort of lost broadly the, and this is not exactly the case that it always is this way, but like they they sort of broadly lost just general homophobia mainly because there are enough like as a percentage of the population, um, gay folks that people can meet and realize they are not demons. Um, yep. You know, look, this doesn't, this argument really falls apart when you realize they're still very like misogynist. So like, 
it's pretty impossible not to meet a woman um, and have one in your life. I guess not impossible, impossible, but um, but yeah, that I, th- I think what you said holds a lot more water um, in terms of like I don't know, just the the logic of it. I guess. Well, I think it's just part of it, and I definitely didn't come up with it. I was you know reading a lot of other smart trans activists who were talking about just the the power of of choosing the life that is right for you. And I don't mean choice as in like being trans is a choice. I mean, being able to make choices that affirm who you are. Yes. That's, that's powerful and frightening to people who want to keep things the same. Yeah. They hate freedom. <laughs> like literally yeah. everything that those fuckers say about, All you know, shit they say about the left, Congress, they literally hate freedom. They hate freedom. Um, oh, I love they that. They are fucking awful. I feel like they hate freedom is as good a place as any to go to a break. And then yes. when we come back, we're going to do the sweet racism voicemails. Love them. We're back. Yeah. We're back. we got voicemails. We're ready to go. And, and gang, I hate to, to rush us, but I did receive a text uh, two minutes ago, all caps, Marge, your table at Ocean One Grill for two outside is ready. Please see your host. I did Marge. Google. I did Google Ocean One Grill, and it uh-huh. is in Vegas. So <gasps> I have to leave pretty soon if I'm going to catch this. Lunch. Oh my god! Okay, Damn, you gotta get there. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how you put your name in and got back here so fast, Marge. You probably did it online. Yeah. Gosh, Marge, Ocean One Grill. I don't know why I was like, gotta be Malibu. That's what I thought. Yeah. Somewhere landlocked One. feels. That feels mm-hmm. like a, a trick. It's aspirational, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. What, I, I'm just going to, real quick, because we're in a hurry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Vegas. There's a bunch of them. Okay. The, their locations are, oh my God, this website. Is what are you doing right now? I'm trying to figure out what, what uh, Marge, Marge got to order. Oh, you're trying to figure out what Marge has to order. I'm also thrown by, how old is this woman that she goes by Marge? Mm-hmm. Like Maggie, Margaret, these are all the names of <gasps> clarinet playing squirrel is back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if this that was is... on this show, but if, from Yo Can We Live, I was talking about this squirrel that always sits on a rock and he eats a long piece of grass or a stem <laughs> and it looks like he's playing a clarinet. <laughs> I'm trying to get a video. Uh, oh my God. Um, did you find the menu, Andrew? I did. It, it, um, I'm going to send it to the group chat. We're not stopping rolling, folks, but nope. I'm going to tell you this. It do not look good. Uh-oh. Um, I'm going to say, Marge, you got to just get a cocktail and get back to the slots. Just get a cocktail and the mac and cheese and hit the slots. <laughs> <laughs> do you think... You know what? I, I'm, I'm realizing... Often enough, because sometimes this is on, you, you post uh, photos. Oh, I'm going to say a thing that I don't know if I can say out loud. Um, but you, you post um, photos on your, friend, your close friend's story of clarinet playing squirrel. Yes. Um, and I, I just realized I usually listen, it to the, listen to it with the sound off. So I sure. don't know if you already do the thing I'm about to pitch, which is put some clarinet music underneath. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't do that. No. All I ever do on my close friend's story is, and sorry guys to talk about a thing that you're not privy to. My, I, I sometimes close friends, you know, you just, I can't be showing my whole life. Um, but I, all I ever do on a close friend's story is I'm talking to the squirrel. I'm usually like, what you got uh, there? What you eating, buddy? 
That's right. Up. Andrew, yeah, I appreciate should... that compliment. I feel like our senses of humor are aligned because I did do a video of Clippy running on a wheel and I put drums underneath it. Uh, and I cut mm -hmm. the sound out of him running on the wheel and put a drum <laughs> solo underneath. So I gotta, I guess I gotta turn on my goddamn volume when I watch your fucking stories. I just want to say yeah. for the record, I never post anything that requires volume, but also maybe that's to my social media detriment. Maybe. I rarely do too, but this one, I needed it. Yeah. I, I often, I'm watching people's stories in public, so I don't yeah. like... It's often it's a it's a lot of in line time. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure, sure. You don't want to um, listen to that out loud. That's crazy, guys. Yeah. We have we Can't have a task. We're so far behind. We, <laughs> we're so far get behind. To these voicemails. We we were like we're gonna yes. Blame Marge. Go. Blame Marge. Here's the first voicemail. I'm from the hate state of Nebraska, and Colin to see. I uh, have started doing something where I start out arguments with the racist people with all right cracker. By calling them crackers, am I doing more harm than good for the cause? Because it's been very effective to shut these people down and make them realize that they're idiots and not to bring it up around me. Thanks. Love the show. I mean, if the cause is making us chuckle, you're doing great <laughs> for the cause. I love a fellow white calling another fellow white a cracker. Look... And I think our only uh, argument against it is belied by the caller's personal experience, which is my my biggest thing is it just doesn't work very well. I would mm -hmm. have thought and experienced. But they said that it does. That's what I'm saying. So what the fuck do so I know? Who, what do we know? We should be calling you. Yeah, we should be calling you, white guy. You're Yosef's racist <laughs> now. You're the Yosef's racist now. Presumable yeah. white guy, we think. I'm not going to listen back to the voicemail, but I'm pretty confident, white guy. Pretty sure you said you are. Yeah, because I mean, I would have thought that wasn't going to work, but it if it shuts people down, maybe this person has just enough authority in their voice. You know, you say something with enough status. Yeah. It can work real well. You mm -hmm. could say cracker the right way to get them to shut the fuck up. That is absolutely I, true. That is a goal that I have for my life, yeah. is to find the exact perfect pitch and tenor for how to say the word cracker to get these and, crackers to shut up. And that is the power of acting, which I am coming to appreciate. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes, Andrew. That, that I do want you to perform more. If, if most of your, if your stand-up is going to be, first bullet point, <laughs> should Chinese people have rights? Second bullet point, here's how to say cracker. I would watch that. that cracker! Nope, but I'm gonna work on it. Okay. That was that was a little. Speaking of our our survey, that was a little um, bad um, Patrick Stewart impersonation. So, oh, you know, there's all there's all kinds of ways to say cracker, and there's, there's not a, a, a reason on earth for him to say <laughs> cracker in the derogatory form. I literally cannot picture it. I shall not picture it. <laughs> Plus, he's British. He he doesn't say cracker in the non-derogatory form either. Right, they're crisps. Crisps? <laughs> Can Are you call biscuits? white people crisps? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking crisp. <laughs> you need to take your crisp ass get the fuck out of my face. I think that oh would work. God, you fucking crisp killed me dead. <laughs> Goodbye. I, I think that would work. I really do. 
I really wish, guys, I know we're doing a podcast, but I just wish this was a video so that you guys could see this squirrel. He is going to town and he kind of like, he's got the longest weed in his mouth and he's chewing it like this. So it looks like clarinet. And then every now and then with one little hand, he puts it down and he stands up and looks at something like, huh, what's that over there? And then he goes back to playing the clarinet. He's such a Tawny's, Tawny's act out of um, <laughs> clarinet squirrel getting a direction that he doesn't love, but doesn't feel like he can refuse from the conductor. It's really. Oh, I mean, why does it? Why does this sound like an upcoming episode of Dale Dudes? I feel like it we're, really we're close. Feels like it. I feel like I'm watching real life Dale Dudes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you well, yeah. You absolutely. You know what? At the end of the day, we should. We're not going to add another element to the survey that uh, everyone can take. There's a link in the description, and if you're a subscriber to Suboptimal Pods, you probably got an email. Um, but if if the real answer you listen to all this shit is just chipmunk and or forest rodent related, yeah, that's okay too. We just want to know. We want to give you people the fucking the content you want, and most importantly, that makes you feel like we're the type of friends that you support financially mm-hmm. to keep doing a podcast between hedgehogs. Squirrels and chipmunks. We have the critters covered on the show. We got critters. We got Look, peanut, peanut looks peanut. more like a rat than anything else. So, yeah, yeah. We're we the got most we critter got, having we, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here's the next so. voicemail. Hi, Andrew and Tony. I'm calling to snitch on my workplace. That almost did, I think, a really good job at covering Ramadan. They sent out an email. Um, advising everyone that it was Ramadan and to be aware um, and, you know, conscientious of our Muslim colleagues. But then they also kind of uh, maybe stepped in it and said for meetings that we should avoid eating or drinking during in-person and virtual meetings. And during virtual meetings, turn off your camera before taking a sip or a bite. Um, So I guess I'm not really asking if it's racist, but it's, Definitely weird, I think, and potentially just uh, instigates more strange behavior in white people in particular, but maybe non-Muslims in general. All right. Um, love your podcast. Thanks. Bye. Um, as long-term listeners to the show will know, we do not do research. We're just not about it. We, we don't do research. However, um, this time I actually did just a, just a light smattering of research um, on this topic um, because I thought I knew what the answer was, but I was like, I don't know. There's also a chance that um, the particular Muslim friends that I have who, I mean, I, I, I feel like I, I, in general, have very few very religious friends, and also people sure. know that I'm not that. So, look, there's a definite world where my bias skews me towards um, people who don't give a shit about stuff like this. Sure. <laughs> so I did a little look, um, and it did seem like um, there were some, some folks that um, basically what probably it seems like happened was um the hr people at this person at our caller's work were like what should you do to respect um people who are fasting for ramadan and it seemed like all of the people saying 
um, like don't, you know, don't imbibe anything that um, is not allowed uh, for people fasting for Ramadan in front of them all had like the same language and had that kind of like content farmy thing where it was, there were mm-hmm. all like websites that you're like, I feel like I've never heard of this. And like, what is this? And it's not that mm-hmm. it's not an opinion and not even saying it's like nefarious. I'm, I'm sure it's just like people just like copying shit because they're very lazy on the internet. Um, yeah. However, all the, all the responses I saw that are in various other places that were like, it's cool. Like, Muslims don't expect everyone in the world to be Muslim. Like they understand right. that that's not how the world works. Right. Um, and as long as you're not being a dick about trying to get them to, you know, do something that doesn't respect their religion, it's fine. Those were all written in different sentences, like written by, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm much more confident <laughs> in saying people. different people. Whereas all the people yeah. giving this particular advice seemed like just one <laughs> source. Because, like, everything was kind of just, like, phrased the same. I don't know. Yeah, to me, it sounds like we don't really know very many people who observe Ramadan, but just to be safe, let's not drink any water around them. So they don't, like, which is just not realistic for any, I just think of it like any any people that have a a custom or a culture different than yours. It's like, yeah, be respectful. Don't, you know, do shit that you know they're not, enjoying right now or doing right now like blatantly in their face don't make them uncomfortable about it but nobody expects you to be a different person like no one's expecting yeah. all of us to be different it's just about being i don't know why this seems very easy to me it seems very just like uh, common yeah. sense well I, because it's also there's two ways about this at a corporate environment most likely given what this email was is that there are so few um like Muslims who observe Ramadan at the office that they're, they're just like, it's possible. And again, not that I would have confidence in the HR people to do this well either, but you could just ask them. Right. <laughs> like this could happen on a personal level. Hey, does it bother you yeah. if I take a drink of water on zoom, you know, while you're fasting? Um, yeah. Or, I, you know, in some parts of, uh, let's just assume this is America. Obviously, there are places with so many um, Muslims um, in workplaces that there's like a community and there might be a larger differing set of opinions. And the, in that case, you one, if you're at a corporate level, might default to like the most conservative one. But you could also in that situation, yeah. I don't know, talk to, there's like a community. You should just be more fluent in like how the people around you practice um, their religion. Um, yeah. Or you at least have the opportunity to. I don't know if you should, I guess. But yeah, it yeah. just feels like like classic HR shit. I think people just get so weird about so many things. This is not a, a, a good analogy. Obviously, this is very different. But I, I think of it like when I'm hanging out with sober people and mm-hmm. sometimes they'll come, you know, if we're all at a bar or at a restaurant if it feels okay, I'll just ask like, hey, I was going to get wine. Does that bother you? And, you know, people have varying answers. And then sometimes you don't want to like single them out and ask them in that way. So sometimes maybe I just like won't because I'm like, you know what? I don't have time to ask them. I don't know them well enough to know their deal. Maybe I just like don't need to have a glass of wine with dinner. I don't know, but I just like feel it out. I It seems very n- not yeah. like a, I don't know. It doesn't seem yeah. like a weird 
thing. But everyone, I'll never, uh, I will n- never underestimate the ability, people's ability to make shit weird. Yeah, make shit weird. shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, an emerging theme of our show is just like, have you considered just not being a bizarre freak and, and making people <laughs> feel like weird about things you're not like fluent in? Have you? And I know that that's easier said than done, but it's so easier often like done. all these people asking for rules. It's like, it, it isn't like that. Have you met fucking human beings before? Or are you an android with a positronic... Uh, Ooh. Ooh. neural Ooh. network who Ooh. has the capability of uh, processing human emotions but might not feel them, although it could be a long-running question about what the nature of emotions and humanity is. Wow. Talking about talking That about was a real measure of a man right there that Andrew just gave us. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um <laughs> This is what you all tune in for, and we know that it is because of the survey. In the exact I, proportion, thirty percent Star Trek stuff. Wow, that is that's a that's a large amount. Um, it's too much. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's too much, Tony. I know you love Star Trek. It's too much, but we can do a little. I, I love it. I'm just going to do it over on the other show. So come on that's over true. there. Um, yeah. So our our I, I was just going to say the last thing about this. I do blame millennials this is my little like stand-up bit this is the first bullet point my stand-up bit is is pinterest has made us insufferable (laughs) because (laughs) nobody loves nobody loves a diy tutorial more than an elder millennial nobody that we we are taking the chalkboard paint grocery list on the sidewall of our farmhouse kitchen we are taking that vibe to everything in our lives, including how do I deal with people who are Muslim? And all we want is a right. is a bullet pointed listicle or a, a a tutorial on some fucking DIY blog called like you know uh, footprints footprints next to a next to an old mill or whatever. It's all like this fucking homemaker shit. That's like just tell me how to be. Tell me the step yes. by step how to be. Tell me what color paint to get. Tell me what exactly to say to my 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 coworker who is observing Ramadan and fasting. And it's like, no, it's just you, some shit. You just gotta figure out yourself. You just gotta do it. Yeah. Be nice. Like, be normal. Okay. Paint your kitchen whatever color you want. You're gonna make a mistake, and then you're gonna have to go back to Lowe's and get different paint and repaint it. Yeah, it's a process. I I think some people are like so misunderstanding of the fact that life is a process, not like a series of discrete like victories or losses or instructions and step by step or bullet points. I know I use them, but I know it's bad. <laughs> I um, know this show oh is set up so that you think we're supposed to just give you the step by step and that is a, a marketing lie we've told you. But yeah, the real I, answer <laughs> just be fucking cool. <laughs> the real anti-racism is the the yeah. friends that you've made uncomfortable along the way. That's right. Oh my God, that is such a good place to end, but I, I just want to jump in. Sorry, we're also like going a little long. Um, I just realized, Tawny, what you're describing is like, I, I'm wondering if the way, I don't know which came first, but my brain is like that in that. We've talked a little bit about the show about how I love cooking. I never follow a recipe. Usually when I want to make something new, I look up a bunch of recipes online and kind of average them out or just be like, that's not going to work. Um, but this thing might work or this mm-hmm. spice I hadn't thought of. So I, have, I mm-hmm. very, 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 very rarely um, follow someone's exact recipe. I think almost never, actually. 
I'm always just like, okay, so this is like the universe of ways you could do this. And then I'm going to do it this way or just kind Mm -hmm. of feel it out. But that's how you should do it. It's not prescriptive. We're just like one, you know, one little bit pushing towards not being a huge fucking bigot asshole piece of shit. And And that's where we're just a little bit, just a little bit. Try working. No, your ending was better. I'm sorry. I just, wanted to the cooking thing just jumped into my head and I didn't know where else to say it. I apologize. That's good. Three two three three eight one seven two two three. That's three two three three one race. Three eight nine. Oh my God. Three two three you three eight nine seven two two three. We should we shouldn't leave the the wrong answer in. I no is that the first that's our stone in the road. Have I ever made that mistake before? I don't think I have. I feel like by the time I, you started talking, it was it was in my brain completely. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, call three two three three eight nine seven two two three. That's three two three three eight nine race with your racism voicemails or with your HR disaster stories. We love those. Give us your yeah. your job fucking shit up. Yeah. HR, HR, not HR, like the last, HR diversity training stories. It's just, we want to, we, oh, yeah, sorry. We're not sure we have that much to say necessarily about them in terms of questions, but it's just funny how bad the people whose jobs this is are at this thing. Um, please go to suboptimalpods.com. You, um, we really um, appreciate your support. You guys are what lets us keep doing this. And um, yeah, survey. We talked about the survey too much. Um, live long and prosper peace. <laughs> this is suboptimal. So